background you have over there. Yes, those are tiles. <laughs> oh, that's usually not what they recommend for recording. <laughs> Yeah, and they're super shiny. So I'm hoping that the sound will just bounce off, reverberate back into the microphone so that my sound is even worse this week than it was last week. <laughs> <laughs> to be yeah. fair, it's if you don't have air conditioning, of course, air conditioning isn't conducive to recording either because it's right. very noisy. So very. Yeah, it's yes. hot. It is hot. I decided to move out of the closet and into the bathroom, which apparently is also very, very hot and also a teeny tiny bit. Um, let's say not refreshing. It's not, you know, bathrooms aren't known to be, you know. You know, a, mm. I just call it dedication. You see, you see the sacrifices I make for this podcast um, and for you. Of I, know, oh, I know. But yes. I did shower. I did shower. Oh, I was well, in the bathroom, so you why not? You could have double duty just showered while we were recording. <laughs> Can you, don't give me ideas. No. You know I'll do them. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> oh my God. So it's super hot in here. My voice is even more, I don't know, like, I don't even know the word, scratchy than usual. <laughs> so everybody, please put up with me. I do have serious mic envy, as you all know. So I will be getting a new sound system soon. Did you like now, will you be doing the whole setup in the bathroom or how are we doing this? I mean, I'm not sure. Let me get the sound system and then we'll, <laughs> and then we'll figure out the whole, um, I, you know what? I think that once I get that sound system, I will be able to oh. go anywhere. I will be unstoppable. You will. You're, you're going to roll. Then suddenly you're going to be like, oh, I need this. I need that. Oh, I'm going to put down a carpet. It's going to be like a luxury yeah. podcasting room. And <laughs> I won't be able to pay it. my bills, but God, I'll sound good. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are and it's your week it is my week yay i can't wait to hear what you're going to be telling us about today <laughs> so welcome everybody to today we laughed and learned um, oh today i laughed and learned and i learned how to put a new toilet seat on just so <gasps> you know yes i did it all by myself wow i know Maybe that's why I'm in the bathroom. I really wanted to just really, <laughs> <To> really enjoy. <laughs> what do they say? Pride, to, right? Pride in your uh, work. No, this pride in my work. Yes, it's beautiful. It's stunning. I'm going to frame it. <laughs> <laughs> Please take a photo. I will. <laughs> I'm well, going to be in it, here for long enough. I have actually replaced toilet seats before in my past. <laughs> Sorry to rub it in your face. <laughs> in your past, but. I will give you credit where credit is due. You, I assume that you measured where the holes are and you got the proper size toilet seat because that's not always easy. Okay. Well, this is what I did because I do things Deb style. Um, I took off the old one. I put it in a bag and I brought the whole thing with me. I cleaned it. Of course, I didn't want to gross anybody out. <laughs> it was pretty clean, people. Don't judge me. <laughs> and I took the whole thing to the store and I said, I need one of these. And he's like, I have one of those. And I'm like, thank you. I will buy it. Bye-bye. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Shame I wasn't there. Okay. So, well, and this is why, this is why you walked into an Apple store to have your, um, your remote control fixed. This is why you're doing, oh, hold on. I just got to ask one quick question before oh, we get going. What? <laughs> Tell me your garage door is done and like the scalp toucher isn't coming back. <laughs> 
my garage door is still not, it's, no, it's not fixed because he um, isn't coming until next Saturday because mm-hmm. he's very busy. It's apparently, mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know, there must be like a moon where it's a bad time for garage doors. So I need mm. to respect that. Um, they're very busy fixing garage doors all over the place. So uh, next Saturday, it will be fixed. Um, and, but my scalp or my skull is um, still attached to my head. Thank the Lord. <laughs> okay. Just do me a favor. I yeah. mean, I'm sure he's lovely. I'm sure he's fine. But you tend to bond with people a little too much. <laughs> Just kind of maybe have your phone next to you and like make sure it's charged and everything. Maybe even have it opened to somebody <laughs> as you're having this done because I'm concerned. You're concerned. Um, yeah. I, I was going to say I could wear a, a helmet. When he comes, but that still leaves my neck exposed. Yeah, so. you know, he'll get to that scalp, if, to that skull if he needs to. Yeah. Maybe Listen. a full body helmet. Okay. You know, Safety can, first. Okay. Do we need to do any housekeeping? Um, do we need to tell people anything? <laughs> well, I, I want to, I don't want, I guess I want to not apologize, but rather explain last week's episode. <laughs> can you? Because, like, thank you. Because... <laughs> There's a lot to explain. <laughs> well, as I was editing it, editing it, and I listened to myself ram not even rambling, just like not forming a sentence. <laughs> I bumbled and babbled through the whole thing. And it wasn't because I was tired. I think it was the topic, Deb, because I was fine during your story, and we all know the story. No, no, no. You don't need to repeat it. We're Are good. Are you sure? I can tell yeah, it no, again. No, no. Okay, so it was last Saturday, and no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, all right, go on. So the topic last week, if nobody had to sit through that episode, <laughs> um, it was a great topic. It yeah. was all the terminology we use today in the, and, okay. you know, with the LGBTQ community. Gender I'm, I'm diversity. Very bad the final letters, right? Around gender diversity, yeah. Yes, but I was so busy trying to make sure that I didn't make a mistake or sound disrespectful, I couldn't formulate a sentence. So I know I I, get it. Like I said, I don't really apologize. It was just, I was trying very hard to be respectful and I couldn't get to. And so anyway, so I guess I'm apologizing, but it is what it is. Uh, I definitely, you know, I tried, but I did edit myself out a lot. You people really (laughs) messed a whole bunch of babbling. Anyway, today's topic, because it's a little long. I know it's mine. But <laughs> I can't say anything because I, you know, I will no longer be badgering you about how long your episodes are because mine ran um, an hour and 20 minutes. So, well, except I chopped off a lot of that. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you for that. And your topic didn't run a hun- an hour and 20 minutes, by the way. <laughs> My story did because it was fascinating. Yes, it was. It was. <laughs> Is your car driving well? Good. Anyway, so... Yeah. I came up with this topic and it is for you, Deb, because several weeks back we had played a game and no offense, you're just not that great at pop culture. It's not your thing. So (laughs) I'm great at putting toilet seats on. You did great. I'm proud of you for who you are and all that you do. But during this game, I think it was, I didn't even go back to see what game it was when playing. I just remember that you didn't know anything about it. I think it was, we had to pick a letter. <laughs> I think we had to pick a letter out of a hat. And you made me do fashion. Right. Which I, I really remember. hated you. And you did, yeah. I don't remember what you did, but <laughs> somebody will let us know. But one of the things you said, oh, what could I have picked 
if I didn't pick this one. And one that I said was, uh, come up with all about the Simpsons in their world predictions. And you said, the what? Yeah. Like everybody on the planet Earth knows about obviously the Simpsons and obviously all these amazing world events that they have predicted. Definitely know about the Simpsons, but I haven't watched very many episodes. So no, I didn't know all that. You don't watch the episodes and they say, hey, here's our prediction. They have the episodes and then you hear in the news, hey, the Simpsons predicted this. Oh, so you have to watch the Simpsons and the news. Okay. You don't have to watch any of it. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to actually watch it. You flip on, you open up your phone and up comes the news and says, hey, the Simpsons predicted this. And you're like, oh, that's cool. But you didn't do that. So now you're going to know it all. Yay me. (laughs) so deb here it is let me tell you a little bit about the simpsons in case it's just somebody out there that either seriously this is just garbage no everybody knows the simpsons doesn't matter what country even me (laughs) even deb but okay a little bit about the simpsons and their creation america's beloved animated family is the brainchild of a man named uh matt groaning okay um and way back when a fairly new struggling tv network fox tv uh, they were creating a new variety show called the Tracy Ullman show. Mm-hmm. And they were looking to find, it was a, it was a um, variety show. So they had lots of little sketches in it. Yeah. And they were looking to add a recurring animated short. Oh, okay. And that's where Matt comes in. He was in this guy, James Brooks's lobby to pitch. He already had a successful comic strip called life in hell. <laughs> Okay. And the funny thing is, I didn't, I'm like, it sounds familiar. And then when I finally saw it, I'm like, oh my God, I remember that from high school. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't remember that at all. No, it was like a, like an obscure comic. It wasn't like Calvin and Hobbes. It was right, like right, an right. obscure thing. Mm-hmm. You know, who knows if you Canadians had it anyway. So he was going to pitch that as the short, but then he realized he'd have to give up all the production rights on his life's work. And he didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. So now there's two stories as to how the Simpsons actually came about. Not that it's a big difference. The most popular story uh, said he came up with the Simpsons theory on the fly, kind of like he was sitting there and uh, he just created this family's head. Mm-hmm. The one I feel like is true, mm-hmm. uh, he still came up with ins- while he was sitting there, um, is that he pitched the comic that he had created back when he was in high school. Yes. You know? Well, uh, yeah. And it was basically just about a middle class dysfunctional american family debbie what are you doing you're like i'm sorry i'm looking at deb on a video and i'm seeing her feet it's like she's giving herself a pedicure am i boring you darling no i need a pedicure i'm booked for one on friday by the way no i was adjusting i was adjusting my legs to get comfortable because this is fascinating but i didn't have to open my legs now it's time for me to shave continue you did not need that full frontal information. I'm very sorry, but we I'm are very good friends. Instinct right now. Yeah. <laughs> I have that smug look on my face. <laughs> Carry okay. on, Deb. Yeah. Focus. This is very important for you to know. Okay. 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 So this car- <laughs> don't laugh at me. So this was basically about a middle class dysfunctional family, um, and he named all- actually all the characters after his own family. Oh, <laughs> at the time it was probably humorous anyway however instead of naming one of the matt he named it bart which oh. was an an that was actually an anagram for the word brat 
Which of oh. course have you Yeah, see, doesn't yeah. make sense. <laughs> yeah, I feel like actually I have actually read that somewhere. Oh, okay. Not, yeah. I don't want to feel like so that stupid. <laughs> now that I have my legs crossed, I'm feeling very <laughs> now that I have a nice new shave. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, um so for the shorts, Matt gave them gave the animators you know, he just crudely drew out a quick sketch of the Simpsons of kind of like what he wanted them to look like. You know, assuming that these animators are going to clean them up. <laughs> well, they didn't. They, um, after uh, they gave him a sample, they just kind of, well, merely retraced them, giving them a very, very rough look to what yeah. they look like now. I mean, yeah. they really look like a kindergartner made them. Oh my God. So that's who they used. Um, and they did shift over the years, especially once they got their own show. And as for the yellow skin, well, he decided that when you're flipping through the channels, remember you used to have to turn the dial? <laughs> yeah, my God. Oh, uh-huh. I do remember that. Oh, and who had to get up and turn the dial? That yeah, because by the way, this fight. is back in 1987, I believe. Yeah. So you had to flip through the channels. He wanted something that would catch your eye as you were flipping. Oh, no way. So if it was yellow, he uh-huh. figured that would make you stop for a second and see it. Oh, very yeah. smart. Okay, fun fact time. Uh-huh. So the Simpsons reside in Springfield, right? Mm-hmm. And it has always been said that he put them there because there is literally a Springfield in every single state. No way. Well, that's what I they've did. always said. Everyone, anyone for the past 30 years has always said, oh, well, because there's a Springfield in every state. Well, because you're Canadian, you probably didn't hear that before. But I haven't. No. Well, you did now. Well, it's false. <gasps> I know. I've been shooketh. There is currently... <laughs> 34 populated places named Springfield, located tw- located in 25 states, which I find odd. <laughs> There's five Springfields in Wisconsin alone. Oh. I don't get it. Um. <laughs> oh, my God. That's um, like those families where they have like, like, there are like 10 Georges. You're like, why? Why did you name them all? Why? Just, right. yeah, George okay. 1, George 2, George 3. Right. Yeah, it's exactly. Probably senior, a, you junior. Know. Yeah, yeah. They anyway, okay. <laughs> so, fun fact, the most common U.S. town name, according to cntraveler.com, because I don't know if I really believe them, is mm-hmm. Riverside. Hmm. According to them, uh, only Alaska, Oklahoma, Hawaii, and Louisiana are without uh, this coveted name. Huh. Now, to be fair, I didn't believe them because I'm like, okay, I'm from Massachusetts. The only Riverside I knew was an amusement park. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is no. So, I did Google it. And it's yeah. evidently a it's actually is evidently a region of Cambridge, Massachusetts. So we do have one, okay. <laughs> albeit small. Okay. And is that close to Riverdale? We don't. Have, well, I don't know. Well, because Where's that's Riverdale? where Archie. It's oh, it's where Archie. Archie Comics. And, yes. This, it was also a Netflix show, wasn't it? Yes. And I'm sure it's a real place, and I'm sure that there's really a, a, a milkshake shop. It's probably and- next to Springfield. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the Snuffleupagus goes there. I love Snuffleupagus. I know. I couldn't believe it. Of course, I watched it back when I first began. <laughs> I was stunned when somewhere in the 80s, mm-hmm. Snuffleupagus got seen. Yes. Um, he was suddenly no longer. I th- I probably think yeah. because people felt that poor Big Bird was being basically called crazy. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Yeah, but I'm not sure what was more uh, traumatic, 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 <laughs> Tra- yes. traumatic for us children. Um, you know, 
Big Bird being picked on for, or, you know, being like being called crazy, like as you said, or the the whole jig being up about Snuffleupagus, like all of a sudden he's just there. And it's like, well, wait a second. That was our little secret. Like, because we knew we were no, in on he, it. No, I think because no? I've actually seen it on. I don't think it was like, he he finally was able to introduce him. He kept saying he was there. It wasn't meant to be secret. Just every yeah. time he turned around, Snuffy was gone. I know, but we had, So we finally. Were, okay, sorry. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't, he wasn't upset because the, you know, it was their thing. He wanted everybody to see him. Yeah, but anyway, okay. <laughs> so we said we don't want last. Okay, after last week's episode, let's. Yeah, yeah, let's. Yeah, I'm focusing. <laughs> this is me focusing. Oh God. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> yeah. The first animated Simpsons short appeared on April nineteenth, nineteen eighty-seven. Like I said on the Tracy Ullman show, and then in December of nineteen eighty-nine, the very first half-hour episode appeared as a Christmas special on Fox, hmm. which they didn't expect much to come up from it but it was wildly popular hmm. and although they were already working on a series they pushed it much faster than they had uh planned on just to keep up the momentum so in january of 1990 the simpsons became a household name wow. and 32 years later it is still on the tv wow. it has become the longest running uh primetime scripted television series of all time and wow. as of may 2022 728 episodes have aired that's incredible. And to be honest with you, I, I didn't even know that they were still putting out new episodes. Like, I wouldn't have known that. Yep. They're still on. And here's another fun fact. Think about it. They have 728 episodes. God. Every S Simpsons season lasts between 21 and 25 episodes. Mm -hmm. And each episode takes six months to produce. What? That's almost like Today We Laughed and Learned. I know. <laughs> and yet they managed to get it done and an audience. So Yeah, and make money. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, no way. That's No, that really is incredible. Six months for each episode? Yeah, I mean, of course, they're always working on several episodes at a time, well, I assume. But still, it's six. Know, well, think about it. You have to draw it or create it or whatever. You get to get the words and you got to do it. I mean, this I animated even... takes a long time. Oh, God. I'm, I'm sure I just can't even imagine that's like a that that's that's really impressive but i'm gonna focus now and let you keep talking <laughs> okay so now in the beginning the show mainly centered around bart uh the smart mouth bad behaving uh with no repercussions from his parents um and his antics they made him extremely popular mm -hmm. however bart was considered a bad influence Parents were being told not to let their kids watch. Schools were banning Simpsons merchandise and T-shirts. Mm. Uh, and even during a re-election speech, Daddy Bush said he wanted to make American families more like the Waltons and less like the Simpsons. Mm -hmm. uh, but in the first year, they sold over $2 billion worth of merchandise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that surprised uh, me. Okay, so now before we get to the predictions, I just want to mention Sam Simon. Uh -huh. He was the executive producer, co-founder, and creative supervisor for the first four seasons. Mm -hmm. I know, they already have 32 seasons. What's the first four? Yeah. Well, he left as he wasn't enjoying it anymore, and word is Matt and him didn't really get along. Mm -hmm. uh, but before he left, he negotiated quite a deal. Uh, he, would, he, he would want credit on every show, you know, in mm -hmm. every future episode, because mm -hmm. he was there from the beginning. So to this day, his name still comes up as creative. Wow director and he also won part of the show's profits annually mm. now he left in the fourth fourth season God. so in the start of him leaving of course that's not a big deal not a lot yeah. of money was 
Uh, but as popularity increased, oh he was God. earning anywhere from 20 to $30 million oh. every year for a show that he had not worked on since 1993. <laughs> uh, I th- that is genius. <laughs> yep, How do there's- people have this foresight? Like he, that's business intelligence. Uh, right. I, who, I guess he was just hopeful. I don't think he ever... There's actually a quote from Sam. It said, when I was there, I thought I was underpaid. I thought I wasn't getting enough credit. Now I think it's the complete opposite. I get way too much credit for it. (laughs) And the money is ridiculous. Oh, my God. Either he was just like some light shone on him that day when he had this epiphany to ask for this deal. Or he just has incredible business savvy. That's yeah, incredible. he probably just wanted to make sure he still got credit for something he began. But Yeah, it was maybe more, um, you know, ego-driven than financially driven. But wow, that's incredible. Good for him. Well, I thought of him because, um, well, Sam died of colon cancer in March 8th oh. of 2015 at the age of 59. Mm. Uh, and so why did I make a point to mention him? Well, A, I was in California last year and I saw his grave. And- oh, well, <laughs> just really... Well, just to walking be along there? No, I mean, no, no. Walking... we had gone to a celebrity, uh, you know, oh. one of the uh, one of the cemeteries that a lot of celebrities are okay. buried in. Mm-hmm. And I saw his because his had a picture of Bart and uh, Bart and the dog from the TV show on his gravestone. Oh, okay. And to be honest, I forgot about Matt groaning and I was like, oh, wow, he died? Thinking oh. he was the creator, but I mixed him up. But anyway, I have a picture of it. <laughs> oh, of course you do. Of course I do. <laughs> But more importantly, because I went back, I'm like, okay. So I looked him up and um, in 2002, he founded the Sam Simon Foundation. It was self-funded. Uh, it was a multi-million dollar project taking stray dogs and training them for as service dogs. Oh. And upon his death, he obviously took care of his friends and family and still managed to donate over $100 million to various charities that he had been involved in. So that's why I wanted to mention him. Incredible. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Oh. Now, hmm. on to the world-famous predictions. Mm-hmm. Upon researching these, I now realize a whole bunch of them are really stretching them as a prediction mm-hmm. uh, or a foreshadowing. And I left out a ton of them that were out there. Uh, you decide if they're prediction or not. Mm-hmm. But it's all fun. It's um, total fun. And I can look up um, any others that, you know, you've only picked a few, I guess, right? Okay. <laughs> when I say a few. <laughs> Yeah, you, I was trying to get an estimate on the depth. Have you met? Me? <laughs> yeah, I I start off with like, I'm just going to learn a little bit, yeah. but then I get into the world of the internet, and the internet starts saying, "Oh, what about this? What about this?" I'm like, "Oh, well, that's that's an important point. Oh, you you should know that nugget. <laughs> oh, you got to know that." Yeah, I hate so to anyways, see you in a department store, but anyway, <laughs> I just walk through. Oh, yeah. um, I'm not going to put these in any particular order because it would be hard to. Okay. Too much effort, too. So I'm going to start with season two, episode four, two cars in every garage, three eyes on every fish. All right. This one is wild. Of course, we all know the Simpsons live in Springfield and Homer works works in a nuclear power plant. Right. When I say we all know, Deb, did you know that? I did, actually. Okay. (laughs) As if you would know any better. I know. And no, I mean, whether I knew or not. Okay. We're just going to check with you from time to time. So anyway... (laughs) Uh, so he works in a nuclear power plant, and with the shady way Mr. Burns runs it, the river water near it is most likely polluted. Mm-hmm. Um, this is confirmed when Lisa and Bart find a three-eyed fish while fishing in the lake. 
I feel like I've seen that episode actually. Unbelievable, but anyway. It's an early one. It's an early one. Right. So you've probably seen the picture, if nothing yeah, else. Yeah, probably. So, crazy enough. 21 years later in Argentina, fishermen found a three-eyed fish while fishing in a reservoir near a nuclear power plant. Hmm. 21 years later. Hmm. That I call a prediction. I, now, I, I wouldn't call that prediction. I would call that just logical. Or well, I think that's what you're going to find with all these. Okay, <laughs> I think, you know, we'll hear them, and but I think you'll see in the end. Yeah, but season five, episode nineteen, Sweet Seymour Skinner, badass song from 1994. Wow, that's Doris the Lunch Lady. I know some of these are great. Uh, Doris the Lunch Lady is seen scooping meat out of a barrel, and that barrel is labeled assorted horse parts, mm. and then she's adding it to the lunch meal. <laughs> Sadly. In 2013, if you lived in the UK, uh, actual traces of horse DNA was found in some of their beef products. Oh, yeah. Okay. So. Mm, yeah, I have nothing to comment on that. I know. Yeah. You know, most of these are kind of like, horse. oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, the next one, mm-hmm. let's look at 1992, season three, episode 14, Lisa the Geek. Mm-hmm. Lisa predicted the Washington Redskins would win Super Bowl 26 over the favored Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Now, this one was so popular um, because obviously they did win. Okay. Um, that Fox aired the same exact episode the following year. Yeah. They just dubbed over the names with whoever was playing. Oh, right, right, right. So instead of her saying, yay, Washington Redskins, she yeah. picked the Dallas Cowboys over the Buffalo Bills, and they won again. <laughs> <laughs> and so they did it a third time, oh and God. she predicted again. And actually, this has been done multiple times. Yeah. I couldn't find an exact number, but yeah. uh, they have been correct multiple times. <laughs> okay. That's that's super cool. It's probably it's, just somebody a very sports a, a sports enthusiast just well except I mean well I mean it's kind of funny cuz the Washington Redskins versus Buffalo Bills were the favorite team. Everyone assumed they were right. going to win. Oh, okay. <gasps> Maybe she picked rigged. the underdog. Maybe it's <laughs> yeah. rigged. Yes, the Simpsons have rigged the Super Bowl. No, the people Not- be pulling all the strings behind everything. Oh. <laughs> That's a different episode. That's a different... Don't give away what I'm going to do. Okay, sorry. Speaking of the Super Bowl, in 2012, season 23, episode 22, Lisa Goes Gaga, <laughs> Lady Gaga goes to Springfield and chooses to sing her songs while flying over the audience and plays the piano. Now, if I'm not mistake, mistaken, sparkles come out of her boobs too, but... Don't sparkles come out of everybody's boobs? <laughs> <laughs> Fast forward... To Super Bowl 51 in 2017. Mm -hmm. That's like five years. And Lady Gaga was the halftime show. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure as you can guess, Lady Gaga is hoisted over the crowd. Mm -hmm. And she also plays her song Million Reasons on the piano. And her outfit is almost exactly to the Simpsons episode. Mm -hmm. Now, I personally feel that she took everything from the Simpsons episode and redid it. She didn't say that, but I think... That's not a prediction. I mean, that was like, oh, we'll just do that. Yeah, she was inspired by it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's kind of cool, though. Yeah. Um, so see, now you're seeing how, you know, the predictions, there's lot, so many things, you know? The Simpsons yeah. are amazing. <gasps> okay. Yeah, okay. But you you were right to put in sort of quotations, predictions. Yeah, I they're think. Not, they're not, like, I was expecting, like, really 
like predicting the twin towers coming down or predicting um, like wars. Oh, is that coming? It's coming. <laughs> okay, let me have it. I, I feel sparkles <laughs> getting sparkles ready to come out of my boots. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's go back to 1991, season two, episode 18, Brush with Greatness. Marge gets a response from Ringo Starr decades after sending him a painting. Mm-hmm. In real life, in 2013, 50 years after sending Paul McCartney a message on a reel-to-reel cassette, Paul McCartney sent them, these two ladies, a note to thank them for the lovely tape and said, better late than never. Aww. (laughs) Now, I looked into it because I was like, okay. Well, well, actually, I looked into it because I couldn't, it said cassette. I'm like, 50 years ago, there were no cassettes. It was probably like an eight track at best. And I didn't even think there was eight tracks, you know? 50 years ago. Yeah, Yeah, it was called a real to, yeah, it was called a real to real cassette. Right. Evidently, this, from what I read in the story, it's a quick little thing that somehow this real to real cassette ended up in somebody's, well, they called it a boot sale because it was England, but I assume kind of like a yard sale. Right. Somebody was selling it on the trunk of the car or whatever like that. And somebody ran across and discovered what it was. Yeah. And then got it it to Paul McCartney. It was just like, oh my God. Yeah, it was just (gasps) like, you know, trash that ended up being a treasure. Wait a second. So that means that everything I sent to Duran Duran could still, there's still hope that they might discover it. Yes. (gasps) Oh my God. I just, I feel feel sparkles (laughs) Sparkles coming coming from your boobs. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't, this is a whole new sensation for me. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Oh, wow. (laughs) Sparkle boobs. Wouldn't it be fun if it was a prediction? (laughs) No. (laughs) I predict I meant the sparkle boobs, by I the way. Was gonna say, I predict that sparkles will come from my boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you could buy bras to protect the sparkles from like actually leaving your bra. Oh, see, I think you can probably buy a bra that will shoot the sparkles. I know, but do you want the sparkles just going off at any given time? What if you're at work? I would assume and all it would be like remote controlled or like um, maybe <laughs> one of those little, like the little squeeze bulb. You know, oh, when you right. Want to shoot. Yeah, and you could you could control like if you want to have like a really cool party trick, you could be like yep. do left boob, right boob, simultaneous boobs. Oh, I know. Oh, or or like Fourth of July sparkles. You could put like different co- like could be dangerous. Could be dangerous. Um, we'll work on ooh. that. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. So you did you see my my <laughs> how my gaze was like fixed? This is what caught her attention. Forty pages of <laughs> of Simpsons uh, <laughs> predictions, and she's excited over sparkly boobs. <laughs> I don't know who wouldn't be, but anyway, carry on. <laughs> you do know what the episode title will be. So, <laughs> I was thinking oh, the exact same thing. Speaking of that, speaking oh, of that, I forgot oh to mention for future reference, Deb. I'm sorry for interrupting this very important episode, but I just wanted to mention. You know, I do find that this when we do the podcast, I question everything I know. Like I did know Gonads was testicles. <laughs> Gonads but then because you asked me, I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh my God, am I right? To be <sighs> fair, gonads is, and if you refer to the title, Uh-oh. in men, it's testicles. Women also have gonads and it's ovaries. Right. Okay. Yes. I and, and to be honest, Chris was very, <laughs> people can't see you, okay? <laughs> Thank God. Um, you very graciously said, okay, Deb. Do you want me to edit that part out? Because I sounded so stupid. And I said, no, I will own my ignorance. Um, okay. So, of I'm course, sorry. I made the title of the episode off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, 
to add fuel to the fire. You know what? If you don't take part in the editing or the title making, I guess it, you're, you know, yeah, you <laughs> your lose fair game. your power. You All of your ignorance <laughs> is exposed. So, okay. No, fair enough. I thought, okay, it's okay. I, I was... I, well, hold on, wait. What did you think it was? <laughs> I thought, like, glands. I just think of glands as being in, like... <laughs> yeah, but the, the, that's what they're covering. I know. It, it makes... Oh, KK, I think that we need to get back to the symptoms. <laughs> symptoms to symptoms. <laughs> symptoms of idiocy. Um, okay, I, okay, I know a lot of stuff, all right, Chris? All yes, right? you do. I don't need to know everything. <laughs> I'm working on it. I You're can't going to fit know everything. everything in this brain. Oh, you know. <gasps> Can I'm I working. tell you something? But I promise I will, I will let you continue. The fun... Yes interesting thing that it found me you know we talked about how these this useless information just finds me i don't find Mm -hmm. it i was reading about there a fish that was found in the depths of the ocean whose head is transparent um okay so i was thinking when i was just talking now about my brain how scary would it be if people if we had a transparent head if people could see everything that was going on (laughs) In our head and in our well, brain. Can, you can see its brain, its eye nerves, oh, its gonads. <laughs> Not Imagine. located in the brain. <laughs> okay. Anyway. We learn nothing, folks. We learn nothing. Okay. I think I'm right. actually losing so, information listen, from my brain. Okay, go. I'm trying to educate you. Yes. On God pop, bless you. pop culture. God bless you. And the Simpsons. They've been around for 32 years. You need to know this. Thank you, my teacher. Thank you. Mm. I bow to you. Yes, you should. Back to 2010, Mm -hmm. season 22, episode one, which, you know, it's called season 22. And you're like, 2022? Yeah, seriously. (laughs) So Milhouse, Bart's best friend, predicted Mm -hmm. the MIT professor Holstrom in real life Mm -hmm. would win a Nobel Prize in economics. Mm Mm-hmm. Six years later, it took six years, but he mm-hmm. did actually win. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but you know, so that is very, very cool. But I think that these are just like super smart, informed, like virtually exactly. this, the opposite of us people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we are smart and informed. We're just making smarter and more formatted. <laughs> Okay, whatever she said. Um, I think that these writers are just extremely informed, <laughs> smart, and they just know stuff. <laughs> and it just comes through. Well, the next one I'm going to tell you is kind of tells you how, how, how much thought is put into every episode. You think okay. it's just a quick thing. It's not. Okay. So no, this I one's don't. kind of along the same lines. All right. In 1998, season 10, episode two, The Wizard of Evergreen Terrace, mm-hmm. um, you see Homer, who's not known for his brains. Mm-hmm. standing next to a chalkboard with this massive equation written on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now this is 98. Mm-hmm. This equation turned out to be very close to proving how everything in the universe has mass. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. totally, I'm so not a physics person. Mm-hmm. And I think this is physics. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that's physics. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. well, evidently this was like, the, they were still trying to prove this point. Right. And this is known as Higgs boson or the God particle. Okay. Evidently, if you were to work out this equation, you actually get the mass of Higgs boson, but just slightly bigger. Like it wasn't perfect. 
Mm -hmm. uh, just so we're clear, this prediction was 14 years before it was actually proven or wow. discovered, you know? No one little, is it caveat? Right, I think so. Um, David Cohen, writer and producer of The Simpsons, has a physics degree from Harvard mm -hmm. and one and a um, science degree from Berkeley. Oh, God. And he had a friend who was an mm -hmm. astrophysics teacher at Columbia. Wow. And he asked him to write the equation. So mm -hmm. obvi yeah. you know, obviously so this this equation was out there. It just hadn't been perfected yet. Exactly. <laughs> but still very, very cool. Yes. Uh <sighs> Okay, you know you now what's Deb kind of interesting? Sorry, I was just going to say, yeah. it's just interesting because people like, probably like me, um, you know, you would just think about the Sim Simpsons, uh, I keep wanting to say symptoms, the Simpsons as being this, you know, it's just a cartoon, it's just silly, mm -hmm. you know, they just, it's just this sort of bad natured or snarky boy, but there's just so much, regardless of whether they're predictions or not, just so much thought and intelligence uh, is put into each episode. And that's, that in itself, I think, is super fascinating. Oh, you people, I, I mean, I'm sure people don't think about it, but yeah, the amount of credit that needs to be given these people who have for 32 years has to come up with something different every time. And yeah. I don't know if you know this, but there's two scenes in the beginning, in the song. Mm -hmm. In the very beginning, Bart is writing on a chalkboard. Right. What he writes changes every single episode. Oh, my God. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then there's the final scene where they all end up on a couch. The whole family, right? right yeah, something different happens every single episode, like the, on the couch too. <gasps> oh my god! Like, how can you <laughs> yep. change like seven? You said there were seven hundred and something episodes. Yeah, like how Always much can you change about a couch and four five people? Wait, yep, no, <laughs> five people. Sorry, it's five. Right, he has a sister, Homer, Marge, Lisa, Bart, and the baby, and Maggie, yeah, the baby, yeah, yeah. Oh my, incredible, super smart. I know. Well. Okay, Deb, this one's for you because you're Canadian. So, and also, of course, you got to know this one, right? Uh -huh. um, yeah. <laughs> in season 16, 2005, episode six, Midnight Rx, in Midnight Prescription, next door neighbor, Ned Flanders, Abu from the Quickie Mart, Homer and Grandpa Simpson, well, they head to Canada and they discover marijuana is legal there. Mm -hmm. However, true. the episode aired in 2005 and Canada did not legalize recreational use until 2018. That's right. That's weird. Yeah. Maybe, so, you know, they predicted it. What am I going to tell you? They did. <laughs> yeah, that's very cool. So season nine, episode three, most uh, maintain that the Simpsons predicted the 2014 Ebola outbreak. Mm -hmm. We had an uh, Ebola outbreak in 2014? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Okay. Sorry. Go on. Deb, sometimes we don't voice everything. Oh, okay, sorry. Oh, that you heard that? That was I said that out loud. <laughs> okay, go. Okay. Um. Okay, so 17 years earlier than the 2014 Ebola outbreak, in the episode Lisa Sachs, Marge told Bart, who was sick, to read a book, and it was titled "Curious George and the Ebola Virus." Now. Some can argue that the Ebola virus has been around since 1976, yes. and there mm -hmm. was a flare-up in the uh, Democratic Republic of the Congo in 95. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. um, that did kill 254 people, uh, mm -hmm. and this episode came out in 97, So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which means it was made in 96. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. You know? well, for uh, sure, but just the fact that they were the writers were aware of that. But it's also interesting that that um, combines another one of our episodes, the one that you did, Curious George. I love Curious George. I know. We know. I do. 
And we love you, Chris. Oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Another one that they predicted. Ready? Sitting on Always. the edge of your seat? Okay. Well, sitting Season on the 10. tiles of my bathroom. <laughs> sitting on the edge of your toilet. <laughs> Season 10, episode 5, uh, When You Dish Upon a Star from 1998. Homer pitches a script to Ron Howard and mm-hmm. Brian Glazer. They decide to produce it at the 20th Century Fox. Mm-hmm. In the show, the sign in front of the studio said, a division of Walt Disney Company, which of course was not true. Mm. Until December 14th, mm. 2017, like 19 years later, when Disney bought 20th Century Fox for $52.4 billion. Now that's, that's funny. <laughs> it's, no, it's just smart, 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 aware people. Yeah, they probably saw Disney was starting to buy up everything. Yeah, and- exactly. They just predicted these people, they're predictors, Chris. They're amazing. Predictors with a capital P. I know. I gotta. You gotta give them. I mean, look at look at the guy um, who's the executive producer. He had a what was yeah. it? A physics degree, yes. computer science degree, and had a friend who was an astrophysics teacher. Yeah, exactly. and he's doing The Simpsons. Uh, well, exactly. But you know what? I don't think it's just. Um, I don't think it's just academics. I think no. it's just always having your finger on the pulse of like what's going on, like Chris what and Death. Like us, exactly. That's why people need to listen to this podcast because you can also become a predictor yeah, if you right. listen to us, or or just a dick. <laughs> no <laughs> predictor. Sorry. Okay, so this one's a fun one. I don't think it's really a prediction, but it's a fun one. <laughs> None of them are. In fact, it's not a prediction at all. Uh, <laughs> season eleven, episode five. E E E something like that. Nineteen ninety nine. I'm like E. I even wrote it out phonetically. <laughs> I was like, I was like, are you having an episode? Like, nope. what I'm good. I'm good. I'm just repeating to you. Episode five. E E. <laughs> okay. It's actually E E. Oh, okay. Okay, we got it. <laughs> are you flatlining? This came out in 1999, maybe. <laughs> um. So Homer and Bart create a highly addictive plant, a hybrid of a tomato and a tobacco plant. Right. And this is to. Uh, I they, need so that. They, well, they produce the tobacco plant. <laughs> You say tomaco, I say tomato. That's right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, I wonder what I wrote here. Uh, oh, well, this wasn't a <laughs> this wasn't a prediction. That's what I wrote. More of an inspiration because in two thousand and three, <laughs> a fan, his name was Rob Bauer. He mm-hmm. actually cr- created the tomaco plant <laughs> by grafting the tomato root, uh, no, the tobacco root, to a tomato stem. Thus creating the tomaco plant. What's really funny is the writers invited Bauer and his family to their office and they all sat and ate the tomaco plant. Oh, I can imagine. That must have been fun. They they must have had sparkles shooting out of everywhere. (laughs) It's not. It wasn't pot. It's a tobacco plant. So it's like eating a cigarette. Yeah. I don't know how that tasted. I'm not sure. And I don't know, like, where are the gonads on a tomato and where are the gonads on a tobacco plant? Like the seeds. The seeds. Oh, my God. Everything is revealed. Yeah. Yeah, it's because I'm here. <laughs> All right. So on the political side, I think everyone knows this one. Mm-hmm. Except me. No, even you. I think you definitely know this one. <laughs> Season 11, episode 17, Bart to the Future. In this episode in 2000, the Simpsons creators uh, were feeling a little silly and decided to take a look at Bart when he was older. Mm-hmm. It featured Lisa as president of the United States, and as president, she was quoted as saying, 
as you know, we inherited quite a budget crunch from President Trump. What? And of course, 16 <gasps> years did. later. Yes. See, I told you. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and of course, 16 years later, mm. we know what happened. In that mm-hmm. same episode, there's a scene of Trump on an escalator with people mm. all around watching. And this picture they drew is a dead ringer for a photo that was taken years later. Oh my it, God. Like, no, it, that is freaky. That yeah. is very freaky. I'm going to actually have to look that up. No, I mean, to see the visual, I want to Well, see. I think, well, yeah, the, the photo is funny because it really mm. is a dead ringer for it. But the, as for the Trump thing, mm. he has for, off and on for decades said he was going to run for president. So I don't think okay. it was a far fetch. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my God. All right. All right. So while we're on the topic of, I don't know, pol- politics? politics, maybe mm-hmm, I just mm-hmm. said, while we're on the topic, dash. <laughs> 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 in season 20 episode 4 treehouse of terror 19 it's 2008 and homer is trying to vote for obama however mm. his voting machine was faulty and it kept changing his vote to john mccain oh. well as you can guess four years later there was a voting machine in pennsylvania and it needed to be removed because it kept changing obama's votes to mitt romney that that is weird i don't call it a prediction i call it a fan i think i really think oh. someone figured out how to do it because okay out- right I mean, yeah, the, yeah. somebody figured out how to do it. And, okay. All right. Uh, Probably that Bauer guy who figured out how to. It very well could have been. Yeah, I don't want yeah. to place blame or whatever. Well, Whoever it was, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Well, I mean, you know, it like Lady Gaga. Gaga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Can't wait to see right. you out for next week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, also, there's a rumor saying that 1996, season seven, episode eight, the day the violence died, predicted the riot on Capitol Hill. Because in the episode, a ratified amendment um, tried to legalize policemen to beat up their, beat the liberal freaks. And then it was gunshots, riots, and explosions on top of Capitol Hill. And there was a protester yelling, doors open, boys. (gasps) Are you serious? Yeah. I I should have known that. I'm sure they talked a lot about that. Excuse me. Um, That, that is kind of weird. Well, there was really, they, um, you know, you've seen the famous photo of the guy with the horns. Yell God, yes. Well, there was actually a photo running around that time when they were saying that this was a prediction and it showed a character dressed like that. Right. What? But they say it was photoshopped. Yeah. That it, it wasn't actually That's in the too much. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my <laughs> so, you know, so there's a bunch of technology predicted as well. Mm-hmm. In 1995, Lisa's wedding, it showed her in 2010. Now, she was, this is um, in 95. Okay, she went to a fortune teller mm-hmm. and who was predicting her future when she was older. And the year they were predicting was 2010. Mm-hmm. And uh, it showed Lisa calling her mom on a rotary phone, but that rotary phone had a screen attached to it. Mm. And she was talking to it like we're talking now. Okay. Now, keep I, in, wait, wait, yeah. keep okay, in okay. mind. Okay, okay. That was, two, that was 1995. Uh, 2003, Skype was invented, but voice mm-hmm. only. Mm-hmm. In in 2010, mm. the year that Lisa was predicted, mm. Apple launches FaceTime. <laughs> um, and it also showed her boyfriend uh, was trying to propose with, to her using a smartwatch. But as usual, as usual technology was failing him and he ended up just right. throwing the smartwatch away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But, I mean, don't you remember in shows like The Jetsons and, uh, oh, I don't know, like... There were so many shows and movies that, oh, yeah. you know, okay. 
they, you know, they tried to sort of, sh- they always showed stuff like that in the future, like screens. I mean, it was all very, um, Oh no, but it was always, I mean, forever <clears throat> since they were been born, people have always been predicting we'll be able to talk to each other and see their faces. Yeah, exactly. You know? Even on, uh, I was watching an episode of friends recently. Um, and anyway, Monica was talking to her boyfriend on very antiquated, um, like a TV screen. Um, which was supposedly oh. like super high tech for, yeah. you know, it was then. in his office and then the it, mother was listening or something. Yeah, 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 I, know I don't remember the mother, but yeah, it was in his office and it looked so looked ridiculous because it was supposed to look so high tech and now it looks like so old fashioned. Right. <laughs> yeah. But still kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, the only thing that's really funny is of course it would, the future was 2010 and FaceTime came out 2010. So yes. That was thing. That, oh my God. They also predicted autocorrect, which this is kind of really not, I mean, yeah. Um, in 1994, um, season six, episode eight, during a school assembly, someone tells another student to take a memo on his Newton. Okay. Newton was the early Apple, like personal uh, device. It, it was like a PDA. I, I think I've seen one. <laughs> but it was like the first, the early attempts. Yeah, at, yeah, yeah. You know. Sorry, um, what year, what year is this? Sorry. 94. 94. Okay. Yes. I remember these things coming out that you could keep like uh, calendars on and stuff like yeah. that, but it was like a lot of work to do it. Oh God. <laughs> well, yeah. You had to press buttons. You couldn't just grab your pen. <laughs> but even <laughs> pressing buttons, it was like a lot of work to go through to press. Those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it didn't save time or whatever, but it would look cool. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so he typed beat up Martin because that was the memo <gasps> he was supposed to take, you know? Right. But it got changed to, which I'm just going to say this is what it could change up to. I have no idea how they worked it into this episode. It says, eat up Martha. Oh. <laughs> instead of, like, it dropped the B. Right. Yeah, so instead of beat up, it said eat up. And instead of yeah. Martin, it said Martha. All so right. it basically changed the words. Yeah. Basically foreshadowing autocorrect, you know, <laughs> which showed up in 2007. Autocorrect only showed up in 2007? Yeah. What? That, yeah. I find that. Really? No, there's a, yeah, that in, can't be. But I, not in Word and like Microsoft Office and stuff, because that's it's been around. No, autocorrect. Really? Only 2007. <sighs> I'm gonna have to look that up. But that's anyway. That's super cool. But okay, I mean, it might have had predictive text, maybe not autocorrect. No, well, I feel like on uh, maybe uh, maybe maybe autocorrect on like phones. Um, because I'm sure that like auto correct um, in spelling on Microsoft Word existed long before that. But okay, auto correct meaning that it would change it, not giving you choices. Right. You know, when you, you right. know, auto correct is not, not giving you. you the choice of is this what you not like there, there, or there. Right. You know, not you, just the red line. Right. You put the f word and always changes it to something else. Yeah. <laughs> duck. No. It always puts duck. You put in the f word as a duck. <laughs> That's autocorrect. <laughs> mine, mine just leaves the F word because I've typed it so many times. It just knows that that's what it's supposed to be. <laughs> I always write good, G-O-O-D, but it yeah. autocorrects me to G-O-I-D because I miss hit the button so many times. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, fat fingers again. Good, good for you. Yeah, I write uh, a bite, which is it's like it's about. about. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I gotcha. Anyway, okay, go on. Okay, so the Simpsons also predicted Greece would have an economic meltdown. What? Yeah, in 2012, season 23, politically inept with Homer Simpsons, Homer reads a news ticker that says, Europe sells Greece on eBay. (gasps) And of course, in 2015, Greece becomes the first country to 
to default on the IMF loan repay. Oh my God. All right. That is, my words on that super is intelligent. No, it isn't because <laughs> this was 2012. Oh, the whole world was, yeah. Greece oh, was that, in financial already... disaster by then anyway. Oh, it right, just, right. They sorry, didn't sorry. default on that loan until 15. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, no, I think they the, kept having the... bailouts back then. So that is not predicting. That's just going with what was happening yeah, at the time. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah I think that crisis started like in 2010 or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's another one us. they did nail. Here's one that they nailed, sadly. Oh, dear. In 2013, season five, episode 10, Springfield decides to legalize gambling. So Mr. Burns opens a casino and hires two German magicians uh, as an act, Gunther and Ernst. Of course, like Sigmund and, Sigmund and Roy. Right. In Vegas. Okay. You know Sigmund? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Sigfield. I do. What did I say? Sigmund? I meant Sigfield. <laughs> Siegfried. Hey, I, what am I saying? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, of course I know them. But you're not, you're not saying it right. Siegfried and Roy. Right. <laughs> um, and so Gunther and Ernst, they do an act with white tigers. And of course, the tiger turns around and mauls Gunther and Ernst. And as we all know, I assume, yes. in 2003, what's that? 10 years later, yeah. a white tiger turned on Roy, attacking him on stage in front of thousands. Uh, wow. He did live through it. Um, he was paralyzed along with other problems. Wow. Thus ender- ending this show after 13 years. Paralyzed I do know they both permanent? passed away by now, but. Oh, really? Okay. Wow. But not um, because of the tiger attack. <laughs> oh, mm, yeah. Don't even get me started on using right. animals. For, anyway, whatever. Right. I mean, I there's a whole thing about how much they love their animals. It really comes I down know. to it. But I believe it was a, I think I'd read it was uh, Roy's, it was like a birthday celebration or something like that. And he didn't do everything, like, when you're working with tigers, you have to do everything just right. Yes. And he moved his, he moved differently than he does in every single show. Oh. And it threw the tiger off, I think. Oh. And, many well, yeah. say he, and many say that the tiger wasn't. He was trying to save him because he was grabbing him like he grabs a cub. Oh, you yeah, know? I, I believe that. And I can't be a hypocrite. I mean, I eat meat. So, <laughs> you know, so anyway, that's a whole other episode for sure. <laughs> right. right. Um, and we can't leave out COVID. Our friend COVID has to come into this. Well, in 1993, <gasps> season 21. All right, listen, we're stretching it. Don't get excited. Uh-huh. Um, this episode focuses on the Osaka flu mm-hmm. in which the residents of Springfield caught from a shipment of products. The town doctor didn't have a treatment or a cure, so he told everyone to stay inside. <gasps> so the stretches, of course, it came from a foreign country, Osaka, mm-hmm. Japan, whereas ours came from Wuhan, China. Mm-hmm. Uh, both things had no treatment. Both came from, uh, spread very fast in the town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what's really funny is when the citizens decide, that's it, there has to be a cure, they're going nuts, staying inside all the time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they see a tr- strange truck come into town, and they said, it's in there, the cure is in there. Mm-hmm. So they attack the truck. And they tip the truck over. And what they end up doing is release is breaking a crate inside the truck. And the crate mm-hmm. says, uh, killer bees. Oh. And, of course, I'm referring to the big thing in the States was the m- murder hornets. What? They were a threat shortly after lockdown. Really? I have not heard of that. I'm so not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember right in episode one, you didn't know it was from Wuhan. So, <laughs> no. Well, Japan has these things called murder hornets, and they'll come in and just destroy bee colonies. Right, okay. And, like, the state is always on the lookout in case they come in a crate of oranges or something like that. And they found some, I think it was in Washington State or something like that. 
So there was a real threat. And it was mm-hmm. right after COVID, after the oh first shutdowns. God. It was like, mm. okay, this month it's murder hornets. Yeah. And, uh, so that was really, that's probably the craziest part is that they managed to make yeah. the Osaka flu with the killer bees because. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That I found very, uh, that was predictable. That was. That, yeah, for sure. That was crazy to mix those two. But. Wow. Um, all right, to finish these things up, there were some other ones. I'm not going to go into any more, but like in 2007, they predicted that the NSA, their massive surveillance program, which occurred in 2013, you know, everybody listening in on everything we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. In 1997, some say they predicted 9-11 mm-hmm. because it was a magazine cover that said $9 bus fare and behind it was the Twin Towers. So people say, oh, that says 911. A oh, bit of a stretch God. for me. Season wow. 29, they basically showed the ending to Game of Thrones. <laughs> I think I've um, heard of that, but oh my God, I want to look all these up now. Yeah. Um, really? Yeah. In 2008, they predicted Prince would die unknowingly. Wow. Which that's another one I want to look up. I want to look that up too. Um, well, the 2008, when they predicted Prince dies, I mean, it was a real big stretch. It was because Homer killed him while he was behind stage. And they were trying to say that, oh, well, because Prince didn't know he was going to die. That's how they predicted it. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Really? (laughs) When did, when did Prince die? It was in 2016 along with everybody else. I remember there was a string of, yeah. Yeah, 16. George Michael too. Yeah. I think they're all 16. Oh God. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Um, a couple other things they did, like in two in 1998, they supposedly showed Russia uh, planning to attack Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, mm-hmm. in 2014, they mocked they mocked the corruption of FIFA, and in 2015, uh, the corruption of FIFA, and in 2015, 14 officials were arrested for racketeering. So I think it was already in the news at that point. It was only a year yeah. difference. Yeah. 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 Um, so Deb, basically, what did we learn from all this? Well, I have to say not much. <laughs> no, I have actually. Yeah. Well, I think, um, people have too much time on their hands. Uh, <laughs> I think after reading all of these, the predictions aren't as fun as when I was kind of in the, uh, in the dark about it. When I'm here, oh, they yeah. go, you know, yeah. Uh, it seems like everything was either stretched or, uh into becoming stretched really hard to becoming a prediction or it was just how life was going like we said the smartwatch you've been seeing it since the 60s yeah exactly president he was always saying that greece always in trouble the tigers i mean certainly a possibility yeah 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 uh so sadly the balloon on this has been a little deflated although it was fun Uh, and it was fun to finally catch up on all the predictions and you needed to learn about it oh my god for sure well, I'm super excited about what I learned because um, I didn't know any of it. <laughs> and also, <laughs> I also didn't know some of the world events that had happened. So <laughs> I, this is like, this is great for she's, me. I mean, she's for in you, the bathroom in the closet a lot more than you think people. Yes. <laughs> and she got a good shave. <laughs> I did indeed. Um, so I love this topic and this episode. I mean, for you, it was a disappointment sort of because, no, you know what I mean? Because it you- wasn't a disappointment because I really didn't feel the, there was no way they could have, I, I just, like I said, it wasn't disappointing. Just, okay, now I get it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but it was fun, I will say it was fun to see all the things because I don't watch the Simpsons since they first came out. Yeah. So, but it was just kind of fun to see it all, you know, yeah, the exactly. correlation between it. And we had a couple of heavier weeks, so I thought it would be fun to. Just oh my god yeah it was super fun and uh but i also liked that it did tie in with some more sort of serious world events so i love mm-hmm. that that was a perfect combination and by the tm 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 on the sparkle um boobs <laughs> 
Yes. Um, th- that was, I'm not going to say that was the highlight of the episode for me, but it was but a, it was really a good, it, it was really a really was. big part. Yeah, it's it probably what I'll walk away from this thing. It's probably about. what we're going to walk away with this whole thing. So yeah. it was, it's a, all right well today i definitely think we can say we laughed and we learned all about the amazing predictions that the simpsons have done over the years indeed um is there anywhere that people can see us or anything else if they want to i mean i know you want to wrap this up and maybe shave your leg (laughs) i know you're just so horrified over last week's episode you're like you know it just run yeah just run um i'm actually no i'm just boiling here in the bathroom (laughs) but no you're absolutely right and I'm so terrible at opening and closing I'm actually terrible at anything that comes with has to do with podcasting I'm not sure why you keep me on but that's okay you're a good person (laughs) I'm gonna get fired we like to laugh and learn (laughs) we do um yes we can we are (laughs) she has no idea folks yeah hello I do I do I do you do I I'm I'm Deb and this is my co-host, Chris. And this is Today We Laughed and Learned. I'm totally kidding. Um, so thank you for hanging out with us. Um, <laughs> you can listen to us on pretty much all the main podcast platforms, Spotify, Anchor, um, I can't think of Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google, a whole bunch of other ones that I'm not going to list because I just simply can't. Because she uh, but didn't you can... <laughs> write a note to herself. There's nothing. She doesn't have a piece of paper, nothing in there. I, I have do like have a piece of paper. I Look, have I have a pad and I could write on my, my hairy legs, but I'm not Look, going to. Look, it's over to the left of her. <laughs> But um, you can also go to Linktree and uh, get all of those links to listen to us on the platform that is um, the most convenient for you. And we would love it, you know, whatever platform you're listening to us on, if you could give us a subscribe, a follow, I don't even know what you do on those platforms, um, five stars, just because that will help us. Um, well, Chris says it much better than I do. but Because um, I write out notes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but I work with this little very little memory that I have no he changed so the that, toilet seat today people I mean what more do exactly. we want I think that I've done my work here is done um so yes if you could subscribe <laughs> and give us uh, a couple of stars five would be wonderful just so that we can be proposed to um new listeners that would be fantastic just to keep us uh in the game and uh up there with uh, the rest of the podcast um you can follow us on Instagram at Today We Laughed, Facebook at Today We Laughed, and Twitter. We've become active on Twitter. We're having a bit of fun over there. Uh, so come follow us at Today We Laughed. Yeah. And I meant, see, yeah. this is where you, see, if you haven't been out, you can follow us on Facebook at Today We Laughed, Today we laughed and, and Learned. Or on Instagram at Today We Laughed and Learned, on Twitter at Today We Laughed. And also feel free to drop us an email at Today We Laughed at gmail.com. Thank you. <laughs> I think that people are pretty clear on where they can contact us. Okay, sorry, I will be better uh, prepared next time. (laughs) It's your week next week, I hope so. (laughs) I know, you have to do all this intro and outro stuff. (laughs) All right, so all right, have a good night, everybody. All right, bye. Bye. bye.